Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Pony Stampede podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm Billy Embody. Appreciate you guys being here with me as we kick off Memorial Day weekend with a podcast for you guys. Came to you with one earlier in the week and getting back onto the defensive side of SMU football, heading into uh, the uh, the summer months as uh, the Mustangs will get ready to host uh, numerous camps uh, on campus, but mainly the SMU football team is back at work on campus as well uh, with Kaz Kazadi uh, in the next week. The the summer enrollees will arrive and the transfers and all those things, but uh, we talked a lot about quarterbacks and the offensive line the previous two podcasts I do want to switch over to the defensive side of the ball and break down the cornerback position because I think one safety is a very obvious position that needs improvement in 2021 uh, if you're SMU you know I think they moved a lot of people around trying to find fits in spring football but the cornerback position right now is pretty intriguing as they look to replace Brandon Stevens and also have some young talent in there as well so we're going to go through uh, that uh, position. Uh, but first, I wanted to kind of set the table uh, for June a little bit, uh, and we'll uh, preview uh, the uh, big camps on June 5th and 6th later on uh, next week, just right before those. But um, I just want to give a shout out to Sonny Dykes and his staff. All right, they, They've got 3,500 campers scheduled to hit campus over those two days, three sessions a day, and 350 guest coaches. So, and I'm not talking about, you know, necessarily uh, your, your, your GAs. I mean, these are uh, the, the camp is being staffed, you know, there will be GAs and things like that there, but uh, they're having a large number of major, uh, you know, college football coaches there in attendance. This is going to be a camp that um, is going to be a place that a lot of prospects are going to want to be seen and want to be on campus and, and get that um, coaching, get that opportunity to shine in front of some big names and SMU did a really good job uh, holding big camps previously uh, and has done uh, camps with Texas, camps with Oklahoma, uh, and it's worked out very well. This one, I expect the same thing. I think it's going to be organized. They obviously have the indoor practice facility they can use now, um, which I don't believe they did in the summer of 2019, or it wasn't just ready just yet. Um, we got to remember, we've uh, gone a whole year without in-person camp, so... Uh, it's been a minute uh, before, you know, since we've kind of done this, uh, but we'll be out there. We're allowed to be out there uh, covering the camp and uh, getting a look at these prospects. And we'll do our best to also sift through everything and, and find the ones that, of course, SMU is 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 locked in on and paying attention to. And they're going to have some of their uh, prospects on campus, you know, unofficially and and getting a chance to work with the coaching staff and some of their their guys that maybe they haven't offered yet that they want a chance to take a look at and you know, I just give them a lot of credit for, you know, embracing all the colleges that wanted to come. Uh, they kept adding colleges to the list so that they could get a look at uh, prospects as well. Um, and it just seems like it's going to go off really, really well. So I'm excited to really get a chance to dive into uh, the early list of kind of who I'm hearing that'll be in attendance at that camp. And I'll do that next week for you guys as it gets closer. Um, but I... Uh, wanted to jump into the cornerback position and this is a group that you are replacing Kevin Curtis uh, as the corners coach and, and they obviously went through spring ball with Stefan McClure former NFL DB played for Sonny Dykes at Cal um, really great presence about him you know as a young coach knows how to communicate with the guys 
connects well with them. I, I think it was a very natural hire. Uh, I think it was a good hire. You know, if you look at the staff that Sonny Dykes has hired when he's given player uh, coaches their first time opportunity to be an on-field coach, it's panned out very well. Randall Joyner, Rashad Samples, David Grew, uh, Stefan McClure, those guys that were, were all GAs or analysts um, or former players of, of Sonny Dykes, you know, and, and it just worked out really well. And so I expect the same with, same with Steph. Um, he's walking into a room that is in a real strong position to contribute at a high level, which I think is good for him. And then don't discount the fact that Kenny Perry, SMU special teams coordinator, has been a defensive, back, defensive backs coach at TCU, coached them up pretty well, well-respected, uh, former Texas high school coach that's now uh, the um, special teams coach at SMU. And for me, I think the one standout especially is is Brandon Crossley. I mean, he came out red hot uh, for SMU out of the gates. And, and the thing about it is, is when he transferred and arrived, you know, it was a pretty quick study and all those things. And he came out red hot. And I think in a way he, he did kind of hit that, that little bit of a wall, but he was still very productive, very good corner. Um, he just saw his opportunities and spurts and he was just a redshirt freshman entering you know, the 2020, uh, 2020 season. And for him to do what he did, that says a lot about where this room is headed. Then you have veterans like uh, Armani Johnson, uh, who's a big time prospect, uh, I think, uh, you know, to really rise up uh, and, and be uh, a guy that could be an all AAC player. I think he's been slept on with Brandon Stevens emerging so quickly with Brandon Crosley. Um, and I just heard a lot of good things about Armani Johnson, you know, staying healthy is going to be the key thing for him. He's been nicked up here and there, uh, having a full summer, having uh, without COVID restrictions and all that stuff. I think that's going to help him out a lot. Uh, so I think Armani Johnson could be poised for a big season. And then uh, you look at uh, the younger guys coming up. You know, Brian Massey is somebody that has all sorts of talent and they really like. Uh, he had a strong 100 meter time, uh, you know, to cap his um, high school career at, at Katy. Played for a great defense there, was well coached. And came in and contributed, you know, a little bit as a true freshman. And uh, that says a lot, you know, for him to, to be able to step in and get some snaps. And then you have Sam Westfall, who's kind of a veteran. They lost Terry Keyes uh, to the transfer portal, which made sense. He wasn't getting any playing time, didn't really contribute at all. And then you have Bryce McMorris, who comes in as a true freshman early enrollee and made a lot of noise this spring. I mean, Jim Levitt talked him up in a big way when we got to talk with him during media availability uh, during the spring. And then they go out and they land a former four-star prospect, an Arlington native in Jahari Rogers, who, you know, saw some time at, in, at Florida and was poised to play and poised to play a lot. Um, from what I heard, you know, talking with our Florida guys when SMU picked him up, I wanted kind of the lowdown, the 411, you know, on him uh, and what happened with him at the Gators. And, you know, coaching change, uh, his position coach left and things, things transpired and he wanted out and he comes back to SMU and it made a ton of sense. And I think he's going to be, kind of your X factor in a way if Jahari Rogers comes in and plays at the level Brandon Crosley did as a true as um, you know a newcomer that's going to be huge because and and that gives them some chances to maybe do some different things with a Brandon Crosley with a Brian Massey maybe play them at safety maybe play them at a nickel spot um, do some different things remember we're going into this you know even as as much as I was able to watch spring ball this year and or yeah, this year and, and watch Jim Levitt install his defense. 
we don't know how that's all going to pan out, what it's going to look like. I mean, he he's just getting his feet wet with the players in a way and trying to figure out a way to put them in the best position to succeed. So will that mean playing more cover guys at safety? I think Chevin Callaway's got a spot locked in at safety for the most part. Uh, his athleticism, his physicality is going to be big on the back end. I think he's got a chance to have a good season. But from there, you know, SMU just really struggled at the safety position, and that's why Isaiah and, and uh, Wachovia uh, was so talked up by our Chris Hummer in the top 100 true freshman uh, in terms of impact right away. But this is about the corner position, and, and I think for SMU to be the team that they need to be or, or they want to be this year, the corners are going to have to make better plays on the ball, um, not obviously give up the home run. I mean, the home run has been what has killed this SMU defense over the last couple years. I mean, and and I say this in the Sunny Dykes era, you know, I mean, we know what happened with Van Balone and we know what happened with, you know, Tom Mason from time to time and the downfall of the June Jones program and everything like that. That's all in the past. I, I, I like to kind of look at things now that we, we kind of have a full view of what defense is at SMU under Sonny Dykes. And the home run has been the issue. You know, they've been able to make some, you know, save for maybe Navy, I would say, and Cincinnati probably. I'd have to go back and look. You know, they have done a good job getting off the field on third downs. They really have. And or getting stops, you know, between the 40s. I think. And, and, you know, people might scoff, oh, well, they're getting, you know, midfield and everything like that. That's college football these days. And that's certainly life in the AAC. And being able to make disruptive plays when it matters, that's what you need to do. And and SMU, that year they led, uh, they I think they were second in the nation in sacks per game and first in tackles for loss. Um, they, they were a big time turnover machine. You know, that was what they were looking for under Kevin Kane. And they lost a lot of that sack production and pressure after that season when Delonte Scott and Patrick Nelson left. But the corners are going to be the key, I think, going forward. Because a 3-4 defense, you have to manufacture a lot of pressure, which I think Jim Levitt will do. But you're going to be left on an island as a corner a lot, if that's the case. And that's why I think the corners are really key in this, in this defense heading into 2021. If they can play at the level that they're capable of, that their talent suggests this defense is going to have a lot better time getting pressure on the quarterback, making, you know, key stops, um, forcing low percentage throws because they're going to be able to get more pressure because the corners are providing better coverage. And it's kind of the whole, you know, chicken or the egg argument. You know, do you need, is it good pressure or is it good corner play or good coverage? You know, that that's always one of those things that people like to debate, but I'm a big believer in this uh, conference that, if your corners are giving up home runs like SMU has from time to time over the years, that's not good. And that's where SMU has to be better. They have to be better at giving up, uh, at limiting explosive plays. And it starts with the corners. You know, I mean, there are some go routes that last year are just unacceptable. And it just comes from, honestly, just lack of discipline at times. And Kevin Curtis is a, is a good coach. I mean, he's developed a lot of good corners. Uh, Meek Robertson at uh, La Tech, SMU fans know about him. Uh, he's done a good job through the years. This is where I think Stephen McClure builds off that. He's got the NFL experience. He's got, uh, you know, the thing I, that stands out about Steph to me is it really, um, and not saying Kevin Curtis didn't do this, but, I mean, he just talks talks ball all the time, all the time. And, you know, he's talking with former players in the NFL that, uh, you know, he played with. Uh, I know he's close with Sterling Moore, former SMU uh, player, and and they, you know, chat and, and break down film and do all of that. I mean, 
the the want to get better from his perspective in terms of corner play is there and he can translate some of the new techniques over to these guys uh, at the corner position for SMU. So I'm excited about Steph and what he's going to bring to this corner room. I think if they can, uh, uh, you know, put together uh, a trio that really impresses Armani Johnson, Brandon Crosley, Jahari Rogers, Brian Massey, Bryce McMorris out of those three, or I mean, uh, finding three of those guys that can play at a high level. That's the key for SMU in 2021. So, you know, corner play is is going to be uh, always looked at because it's it's you're on an island. Uh, offenses these days are are very keen on throwing those one on one balls where you got to win a matchup or you draw a PI and it just you know ends up being a mess anyway. So if, if SMU is going to turn that corner, they've got to you know just just play at a high level for the cornerback room. I mean, they have the talent. It's not a talent thing. You know, you can look at linebacker going into 2021. And maybe say, well, there's a talent thing there um, outside of Delano Robinson. You know, who's going to be who's going to be the talented linebacker to make plays for SMU? That's that's a question. But when you have the talent that they have at corner, I mean, they've got to be able to uh, to make plays and 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 disrupt. Um, you know, at a high level, it's just got to happen. There's too much talent there for them to be giving up big plays like they have in the past. So, um, you know. That, that's kind of all I've got to say, so to speak, about that um, and the cornerback room. But I think it's just a, a position that has a ton of talent. It would make a ton of sense if they were dominant this year um, because of the talent level that I mentioned. Uh, and, and that's got to uh, be something that, that, that comes together for SMU to uh, turn the corner as a defense under Jim Levitt in 2021. So kind of wanted to share some of those thoughts on the cornerback position. We're kind of jumping around position by position, if you haven't noticed, for the early part of the summer, kind of taking stock of, of where they're at um, from a positional standpoint. And we'll kind of do this as well, um, you know, later on as we continue to hear, you know, things from summer workouts. But, uh, you know, this corner room just got has to continue to develop. It's, it's still fairly young. Outside of Armani Johnson, who's played a lot of football, it's still fairly young. So a good bit of uh, development left to be done for that group. And I'm excited to see where they come back uh, in the fall uh, when camp hits. So, with that, guys, going to wrap up this podcast. A little quick one for you to get your Memorial Day weekend uh, started. Just wanted to share some thoughts, and we'll be back next week as we're actually going to do two podcasts on the depth charts for the offense and defense. I'm just going to kind of run down uh, how I feel about them entering the summer, and so we can look back on it in the fall and see where things stand there. There. So if you don't already follow the Pony Stampede podcast, feel free to give us a follow, leave us a rating, and leave us a review. Hope everybody has a safe, happy, sunny Memorial Day weekend. I know I will be, too, hanging out with the family on the beach before we get back to Dallas and uh, check out SMU's two mega camps on June 5th and 6th. So it'll be a lot of fun, guys. Hope you guys are along for the ride on PonyStampede.com. Uh, as a subscriber. If not, check us out for just a dollar for your first month. So with that, have a happy Memorial Day weekend and we'll catch you later.